Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. All right, I hope you're enjoying the cold marketing-free event that we did. We broke these all up into podcast to make it easier for you. So if you want to listen to all of us at chipmunk speed, you can go to one and a half times. That's totally fine. Just make sure you listen to all of them because each one builds on the other and they all work together. You've got some different insights, different questions that I ask from each one of these leaders. So regardless of where you're at right now in the process, make sure you listen to each one of these phenomenal episodes as there's a total of nine specific episodes on the cold marketing prospecting. As I said, we go through in one of the episodes, scripts, another one of these episodes, we go through mindset, another one is on social media, Uh, on and on and on. I give you some of my strategies in the very first episode, so make sure you listen to all of them. Oh my goodness, you guys made it, right? Wait, you're not on the boat? What happened? You took a break? We got off just for you, Rob. Yeah, you were probably like, oh, why do we schedule this time, Rob? Like, you're screwing <laughs> up our, our schedule, our lifestyle. Well, these two have become such close friends. Besides the fact that they're some of the very top earners in a couple hundred million dollar company, they're two of the greatest human beings. I love everything that they stand for. And for me, I just naturally try to find those people that aren't just great leaders, but great human beings, because I think that's just so important for setting that example. They build it the right way. They've done it. They've been in the trenches. And I remember talking personally to Brandon. I was just I was shocked. It was probably four years ago. And you were like, hey, I'm not very good on social media. I need to learn this and this and this. And now you're you're incredible at social media. You both are. But. At that time, I didn't know how big of leaders you both were. And, you know, looking back on that, it's just incredible humility. And there was no ego. It was just like, you know, it wasn't like I'm this top, top earner. I had to find out through my other sources and, and reporting and investigating. So I just wanted you to buy my lunch. That's yeah, that's it, right? Like we're just hanging out and you're coming here and. I think that was when I decided not to shave the neck. I've learned since then, like, if I'm going to grow this out, I got I to gotta shave the neck. The wife told me, like, it's got to go if you don't shave the neck. So no offense for anyone who doesn't, but um, I love it, love it, love it. We've had so many just good trainings. We've talked about mindset. We've talked about, you know, where to generate leads. We've talked about warming up the leads. And I just think it's so important to hear different styles, different personalities, different voices. You never know which one's going to make all the difference. And so... I am excited. Everyone else is excited. I'm just going to remove myself here and let you two just take it away and go crush it as usual. So thank you so much for being on, friends. Thank you for having us. Our pleasure. And uh, thanks for not doing this yesterday on the last day of the month because, (laughs) wow, (laughs) I need a nap. (laughs) We're not going on the boat. I need a nap. But uh, it is absolutely our pleasure to be here uh, to do this with your audience, we just so honored, respect what you do as well. And yeah, for real, like a few years ago, I was like, I've got to surround myself with people who know how to network on another level because we were in a bubble. We're going to talk about that a little bit. 
four or five years ago, we were in a bubble, meaning we didn't know a lot of people outside of our own company. And we only kind of knew one way to do this. So what we're going to share is what we've learned and experienced over the, the last four years, um, almost like a rebirth. Like we got to the top rank of the company one way and then realize, man, there's a whole bunch of ways to make money in this industry and social media is a big one. So Yeah, it's it's interesting because when we started with the company that we're currently with, we we had no experience in network marketing. So what we learned, what we were told is all we knew, right? Because we had nothing to no point of reference. And so we did build this kneecap to kneecap and with a mindset that really this is something that you do for two to three years, three to five years, you build this income you want and you're done. We're not. That's, <laughs> that was like a very hard way to learn a lesson, but you're not, you're never done. Like you're, this is a profession. It's, it's our new profession from, you know, what we used to do. It turned in, it was a side hustle that turned into our profession, but the reality is, as, as a leader, you have to lead with example. And our original mindset was working with our warm market. And when we ran out of people to talk to, we didn't know what to do. Because the only thing outside of the warm market was like, you know, putting flyers out, <laughs> you know, leaving business cards in different spots. Like, we, we just, the whole social media thing just wasn't even open to conversation. And we even, we even, you know, it, going back eight or not, even more than that, probably going back nine to 10 years ago, we had people that were kind of our mentors that we were hearing from them. Like they would bring new people into the business and they're like, man, they burned through their database. Like they, they're, it's over for them. Like they, it's over. <laughs> and we were like, wow, it's over? Like, if you can't knock it out of the park with the people in your hot, warm list, there's no chance for you in this industry? I mean, how crazy of a statement was that? But that was kind of, was was our influence. And so it did send us on a course of like, that just can't be. And so that's why I'm real grateful for what you do, Rob, and educating people. Um, in fact, what we have found is that a slim number a very slim number of people knock it out of the park, hit the big ranks or hit the big dollars with their warm market. The majority of six and seven figure earners, they get to those bigger ranks with people that they meet long after they signed up. In other words, they didn't know these people when they became a distributor or a rep in their company. They found them through networking. Um, and today, um, with social media, I mean, you can, you can network all over the world and, and really, really quick. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's, we're going to talk a little bit today about uh, treating this with a mindset of a, a traditional business in that no one opens a traditional business and thinks it's over in two to three years. Um, and I'm a firm believer that your net worth is a direct connection to your network, the size of your network. So the more you can network, the more you can grow that. And with social media, um, it's it's just so super powerful. Well, and it's exciting, really, because I can tell you that there was a point in time in our business that I was a little bit like, like, I don't know what to 
I don't know how to encourage people if they're telling me they don't have anybody else to talk to. Like, obviously, they can talk to the, the postman and the lady at the grocery store and all that. But, I mean, you actually have to go out and about and be meeting people in order to make that happen. So social media should excite. Like, the idea of how many people you can actually touch should excite you because then all it boils down to is how many people you're actually, how much time you're actually going to invest in reaching out to people because they're everywhere. It's just a matter of will you be productive with your time or not? Yeah. So first thing I'll, I'll share with you guys that I think is super important is um, pick a platform or two and stick to those platforms. Um, so we were late to the game. Lynette and I were late to the game, the social media. Um, for the reasons we've already stated, you know, when you when you reach success a certain way, uh, why would you do it another way? Um, and then so uh, once we dove into social media, uh, Facebook was already the rage. And I was starting to hear um, about Instagram and how, you know, uh, a lot of people were starting to transfer over the Instagram and that was their platform. But today, I don't know if it was 2020 or what, but I mean, like. Is it TikTok? Is it Clubhouse? Is it Pinterest? Is it LinkedIn? Is it Instagram, Facebook, YouTube? What is it? And my first suggestion to you is don't do all of them at the same time because I don't find that I or anybody else that I've seen can be efficient and good and master all those different things and still maintain a balance where they can do the other part of what they need to run an organization or uh, to have a family and a life. I mean, Lynette and I are firm believers that you you kind of uh, draw up the way you want your business to look five years from now, and that's the way you go build your business, whereas letting your business kind of run you. Like, you need to run your business, and this goes to social media as well. I've looked around a lot of people who are building on social media. This is not in my notes. This is a Rob's very special here off into the weed squirrel. Um, and their eyes never leave their cell phone. And I'm like, do you guys see like we could be on a, a, a beautiful incentive trip somewhere and their eyes are glued to a cell, a cell phone. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Um, so what we did is we picked a couple platforms and try to be as efficient and give as much as we can in those platforms while I'm, I'm educating. I'm always kind of keeping my pulse on um, what other leaders are doing in other platforms, but I don't feel like I need to be the first. I remember a meeting in a previous world, previous business of mine. I, side note, I used to uh, ride dirt bikes a lot. And I taught people how to ride them professionally, and I was at Honda Racing. We were introducing some new stuff to some of the upper echelon at Honda, and some of the executives said at Honda, we don't have to be first. We just have to be the best. I've never forgot that. You don't have to be the first in all these diff different platforms. Just try to be the best that you can. I was just going to add, you know, in trying to identify, a lot of times people want others' opinions. Well, where do you think that I should spend my efforts? And I mean, everybody has a different opinion for good reasons, right? But what I think is, it has a lot to do with you and your personality, you know, and, and what demographic you're looking to attract and where you're most likely to find that audience. And so I feel like it's it's more of a personal decision 
rather than taking a poll or the pulse on everyone because you have to connect with your audience and if you're talking to the wrong audience you're not going to connect and you're not going to be attracting people so yeah so i'll tell you that i'm going to mention three platforms but i consider them two because facebook and instagram to me i almost consider one platform because they do integrate kind of easily and what you can do in one automatically goes to the other. And while uh, on my Instagram and my Facebook, they look a little different on purpose, the majority of the time I'm like killing two birds with one stone. So I am using Facebook and Instagram, but the one that really has my attention, Lynette and I's attention and interest in our time is YouTube. Um, I love YouTube because I don't know if you know this, it's the second largest search engine in the world to Google. So when people are trying to figure things out, if they don't find what they want in YouTube, and because you, like we're becoming such visual humans around the world that you can Google something, but you'll get articles. If you go to YouTube, you get a video. And I know if people are going to YouTube, different than Instagram or Facebook, we're now almost conditioned with stories that if you don't catch my attention in seven to 15 seconds, I'm off to the next story. Bing, 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 bing. Like you gotta be good quick. When they go to YouTube, no one goes there for 10 to 15 seconds. And I don't know, maybe I like to talk a lot because I can't seem to get things said the way I want in seven to 15 seconds. But if I've got a couple minutes to five minutes, um, I can get my, my point across. So I, I am focusing heavy in YouTube and I'll tell you guys that there's some things that you can do in there with your tags that uh, when people go in and start searching uh, will help you. And here's a little pro tip. If you want to find out what videos you should be doing in YouTube, if YouTube is your jam or you want to go down that road, if you don't mind being on camera a little bit, is go into the search engine and start typing things around either what your brand is Maybe your brand is fishing, right? And so going to do how to fish or how to catch. And then YouTube, just like Google, will start putting words up for you. And that tells you the most frequent search phrase. And that will tell you probably what you should be doing videos. So there's a tip I've done that I'm like, well, I want to do a video on this. Well, those videos get sometimes very little views. But as soon as I go into that search engine, and I find out what people are wanting to watch, those get massive more attention. So that's one tip. Tip number two with YouTube is in the comments, if you will give them some timelines, like at 33 seconds, we discuss this. At two, at one minute and 20 seconds, we discuss this, because that will allow people to go in there and just click that timeline and jump right to what they really want, because maybe they don't wanna know Everything about your invite or everything about whatever it is that you're uh, speaking on, they want to get right to the point. So that's a couple things that I'm I'm loving uh, about YouTube as, as well as some other things that you can do in there. Yeah, and I think it's important, you guys, that you recognize that when you are dealing with cold market, it's a slower progression than when you're dealing with warm market. And I think that having the right expectation or mindset around that is important because you know, it's it, it. People will sit back and watch you. You don't even know you're being watched. I I got a message from a person I don't know well. You know, I met her on Facebook, and 
she didn't even say my name right when she said hello and messaged me. But she asked me, she was like, you had a post up a while ago about this. And she asked me about it. And I was like, oh, like I didn't I didn't even know that I was on her radar. I didn't even realize she was paying any attention because I'd reached out to her multiple times. But um, but the reality is things change in people's lives. Right. And so they'll reach out when it's right for them. If you've been putting something out there for them to recognize. So it's, it is a slower progression with cold market. A lot of times, not always, I guess it depends on what if you're selling or trying to attract. Um, but nonetheless, it is it is an adjustment in mindset, I think. Yeah. And um, I would tell you guys uh, when it comes to uh, cold market um, that you know who you are or what your brand is clearly and you stay in that lane. My goodness, the year 2020 brought out, in my opinion, the amateurs of uh, social media sharing or whatever you want to call it because they got way out of their lane in 2020. And I'm speaking like a way out of their lane. And, you know, I've, I've been told, maybe you guys have heard this before, that you think of your social media feed as if it was like a television show um, like ESPN, right? You don't, if you, if you went to ESPN and all of a sudden they were showing you how to cook, you would like, what's going on here? You're like, where, where'd my ESPN go? So don't do that to your feed guys. Don't, don't go off into someone, someone else's agenda cannot become your brand. That is, that is allowing your emotions to control your business. And there is no place for that in business. There is no place for that. That is amateur, amateur stuff. So make sure you know your brand and stay in there because like the example Lynette just gave, if Lynette would have got way off out of control because some things in her personal life were feeding over into her brand, um, she could have never got that, that, that message, which meant she could have never got that customer or potential next leader that could, you know, obviously um, help build a business. So. Yeah, and other guys is because people are out there watching, you know, it's important that you adopt that mindset that you're you're gonna be consistent with your with your messaging, with your posting, with the, all, all of your DMOs, whatever your DMOs are. Um, but the consistency for those people who are kind of lurking out there and watching, um, it's critical. I think a lot of times about like I I tend to think of examples of working out in the gym and that sort of thing. And you know, with the gym. If you make a decision, okay, I'm going to get fit and you go to the gym for eight hours in one day. When you get home, if you take off your clothes and look in the mirror, your body looks the same as it did before you left for the gym. You could even do it the next day, another eight hour day in the gym. You're going to look the exact same because it's not about going all out one time and then you're done. It's about the consistency. And at the gym, you know, you're consistent in time, you will see changes, right? But it takes that consistency. So it's not one incredible post that gets people's attention. It's not two, not three. It's the daily consistency in that. I'm smiling over here because I can't get this post out of my mind from yesterday. You have no idea what I'm about to say. It's, 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 no, it's good. It's clean. Um, it said, um, hey, before, this is the post. Hey, before I go get in shape, I'm just wondering if any of you guys like me chubby. <laughs> it's a fair enough question because, you know, 
It's a lot of it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. That's easier. <laughs> Guys, I love numbers. Numbers to me are entertainment almost. Um, and so you maybe have heard of the story of uh, or the question that you would pose to someone: Would you rather have a penny a day or a million dollars? And a lot of people think like a million dollars, instant gratification, give me the million. When you look at the lottery winners, a lot of times they want the money. They want the money. Um, and that's a whole other subject because really one of my passions is teaching financial literacy, especially inside our industry. But if you go and do that analysis, that those numbers of a penny doubling every day, at 30 days, it's not a million. It's over five million. Over five million. If you would pick the penny doubling every day, you get way bigger return than the million, which is kind of a lesson there that you shouldn't be looking for instant gratification. But here's my lesson for you and this crowd and this message today. Lynette's talking about consistency and social media, especially with coal market, is so important that you're consistent. That penny that doubles every day, that turns into five million. What if you just doubled every other day? I mean, that's pretty good. Like, what if you just post every other day? Or what if you just give your social media attention every other day? Whatever it is, the penny on day 15 is a hundred, uh, yeah, a hundred and sixty-three dollars. Not five million. So you would think, oh, five million. So maybe that penny's two and a half million or maybe it's a million. No, it's a hundred and sixty three dollars. It it's squat. It's nothing compared to what it could be. Consistency works the same way. Like you're like, well, I am working in social media, but are you working consistently in social media? Because I can tell you when we jumped in hard four or five years ago, who was brutal. Oh my gosh, it was brutal because no one cared. And you know that there's that dopamine. We all care. Um, I will tell you guys that one of the best things I've learned in the past couple of years is that the first 30, if you're going to spend, if you're going to spend an hour in social media, the first 30 minutes, you need to spend creating, not consuming. Okay. Like create before you consume. If ever you're frustrated, like last year, everybody's frustrated with social media. That's because they were consuming, consuming. If you get frustrated with social media and the message out there, just go create what your lane is and create value and then turn it off. Don't consume. Just create and then jump over into all your DMs and messenger and go to work and and turn those posts into some money for you. So I think, you know, you're great with budgets and time. Why don't you kind of give them a little closing thought on that? You guys know you can get into that scroll hole and just totally let an hour pass all of us have fallen into that, but if you allot the amount of time for what you're actually going to get accomplished, you know, I, I play games with myself. It's almost like a treat. Like, okay, I get to do this if first I've done this, right? So if you're intentional about setting a timer, whatever it may be, so that you can stay on track with what you're doing, then if you want to waste time scrolling, that's fine. If you've accomplished what, what you've set out to accomplish, you've got to be intentional about it. Yeah, if you guys, I know a lot of people who spend a lot of time in social media and they're not happy with uh, the results. 
And I would say that they're probably not budgeting their time. They're getting distracted, which is easy to do because, you know, it's social media. There's funny stuff there. There's interesting stuff there. There's ads, all that stuff. That's what they do. They're really good at getting us to lock in and never leave. That's what they want. The problem is we're using social media to make money. And uh, that's not good if you're distracted and, and off into the weeds. So, um, Rob, I hope that some of that content was good uh, for you guys and the audience. It's what we do. It's the real deal. I love it. I, I've got, you know, I keep taking all these notes because I always say good leaders have vision, great leaders give vision. And so as I say that and teach that, I'm still always trying to constantly learn how to better convey this vision, let alone learn for myself, right? All of that stuff as you go, and it just makes a difference. So a couple different things I've got written down is focus. I mean, it's so easy to get distracted with how many platforms there are, right? It's like, I got to be on this. I got to be on this. I got to be on that. Look, pick one and become great at it. As you become great at it, then, yeah, then you can start to say, okay, I'll diversify a little bit or I'll repurpose, but don't be average at all of them or you won't even be average. You'll be really bad at all of them. And then how you said stay in your lane, know your brand and talked about consistency because people just, I talked about this at the very beginning when we started. I don't care what you talk about. If it's passionate, that's fine, but stick with it. I don't care if you're, if you're passionate about uh, guns and vaccines and politics and religion. Great. I'm not going to say you, how dare you talk about your passion. But don't be the person that doesn't post about politics for three years and nine months and then for three months you go crazy posting about it because, look, if you're passionate about it, talk about it always or don't so you can create those raving fans. You can focus on your brand so you can build that as you go. And then the consistency is so important because nobody I know is great at cold market that isn't consistent. So stop saying, yeah, but I'm just not that good and that penny doubled. So I hadn't looked at that for probably five years, and I asked my friends if they knew it. Monday night, we had a couple's dinner. None of them even heard it, and they were mind blown. I said, would you guys choose a penny double or a 100K? You got to answer, and I told them they had to answer in five seconds. Everyone said 100K, and then we went through it, and they just couldn't even believe the end of it, the compounding. And then the last thing is produce versus consume. Be a producer, right? The consuming, set the timers Lynette talked about. Go comment, like, you know, message them, that sort of thing. But be the person that's providing value as you go. The host gets the most. Become the host and it will make a difference. So I apologize for interrupting your guys' boat, boat time, <laughs> yacht time. You know, I still been waiting for the invite. I feel like I got a fake invite, but I'm like, you know, every day I check the mail. Is there going to be like a, a very professional invites, you know, to be able to kind of hang out there, but nothing yet. That time of year, I, I promise, it's that, it's, we're rolling in. Here's the deal, you could be here now, but Lynette wouldn't be on the boat, because unless the water's like 85, 90 degrees, she ain't getting in. <laughs> so she's a total Florida girl, I can promise you that. Oh, that's great. Well, I, I like the water a little warmer, too. My wife's actually the tougher one, but... I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you coming on. Appreciate the insight and perspective. And the greatest compliment to all of these leaders is go implement what they're teaching. Come back six months later and just message them and say, hey, I implemented this strategy and I'm absolutely crushing my business. That is the greatest compliment that you can give. So I appreciate you, friends. Thanks so much for coming on. And uh, I know we'll be doing several more of these. 
Thanks, Rob. Thanks, buddy. See you later. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star rating review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to podcasts is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business.